What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. I am Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we will be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. That's where you say, and I'm Dan. <laughs> we didn't brief him on this. This is. You gotta introduce him. I know, I know, I know. We don't usually have guests, but we have one of the best in the industry. We have Dan Preston, Preston Hardscape Design. Thank you so much, guys. The Buffalo. Team Buffalo. <laughs> Team Buffalo. Yes. Team th Buffalo. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for sure. So we are here at HNA, and uh, Dan is somebody that I've talked to on Instagram and, you know, all that for probably a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, at least we've been following each other a couple of years and just does absolutely amazing work. But this is the first time we've met in person, and I think we, we vibed way more than at least I expected. Uh, last night we hung out like all night talking about business, talking about art, talking about, you know, the best excuse to use in the world, which is, sorry man, I'm an artist, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what, uh, tell us a little bit about what you're building and you know, the stuff that you're doing. Uh, well, I, I use the catchphrase distinctive outdoor living, right? And it's like, that's really what I like to provide for people is distinctive outdoor living spaces. Distinctive means it's creative, it's different, you know, than everybody else. I try to push the envelope and yeah. do whatever I can with, you know, every next design is taking it to the next level. And the way I'm trying to build it is just to get to get people who want that creativity and who want the big, you know, distinctive outdoor living spaces. So, and I'm trying to build it with social media like these guys. And that's why it's a huge inspiration to even be sitting here with you too, just because of what you guys do for social media, you know. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And one of the things that I always say about Dan is as a designer, I look at him and as I'm scrolling through Instagram, within a millisecond, if I see one of his pictures, like I don't need to see that it says Preston Hardscape Design posted this. You can tell immediately <laughs> this is Dan, built this, designed this. And I always thought that that was such a, a difficult thing to do. And it's something a couple of people have told me and I've, and I've taken it as the biggest compliment yeah. like, that we're using a limited amount of materials yeah. you know there's a lot of options out there but at the end of the day we're using concrete pavers use natural stone right <laughs> everyone has access to the same yeah, stuff right. sure that's a good point and yeah. using them in a way that makes it super distinctive yeah is a really hard thing to do and i think you've done that better than just about well, anybody i appreciate you saying that man and, and and when you messaged me that that i think it was you messaged me that that uh that was the biggest compliment i feel i ever got too and it's just crazy about it you know to, and also to accept and own your style yeah was something that took me a little bit of a time right as a designer i was putting these designs together and i, and I felt like i was repeating myself right yeah. but, but that's your style right? yeah. and i'm not repeating myself that person isn't getting the same exact product they're just getting some of the same materials used in you know, the same way, I guess. So yeah. I really feel like I have a trademark border on my paving stuff. And I think yep. that's what sets me apart. And for somebody to be scrolling and stop and know that that's my, my stuff. I mean, that's amazing. And that wasn't a goal of mine, but that that's for sure something that has obviously helped me get to whatever level I'm at right now. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Recently I was scrolling through, well, whenever I see your stuff, I'm like, I show Sean immediately like the mountainscape. I was just yeah. like, Sean, this is amazing. No, like, look at cool. this. Um, but the other day when we were coming and I knew we would be talking to you, I like scrolled through your feed as a whole and it's just straight up art. It's like yeah. everything that you do is flawless and Thank it's just like so looking much. at it as like a whole, it was just like right. mind blowing. So and to me, that really presentation talented. of that feed has to look like something. Yeah, right? yeah. People, exactly. Because people are going to go back and scroll that whole thing. Mm -hmm. Right. 
and it has to look like represent what you're doing exactly. as does yours does as does i hope mine does represents exactly what i'm doing you know and keeping yeah. everything kind of branded at the same time like you know the same filters on my pictures right yeah mm -hmm. the, the same kind of editing that goes into each video and everything else and just branding across the board right and yeah i guess appreciate i guess appreciate you guys saying that for sure because i know people in the industry look up to you guys for those same exact reasons so for you guys to tell me that that's wild for sure so how did you where did you start in hardscaping where did you find the passion find the so it, it's pretty i have a really long uh story for that but basically you know i feel like i'm a little bit different than other guys i worked for probably seven different landscape companies throughout the past 17 years before I went into business for myself. So I worked for one for a really long time. The first company that I worked for, uh, for about 10 years, I was basically trained by guys who had experience of 15 years. So I was 20 years old. I started to get a train in hardscaping by guys who already had a bunch of experience and passion, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's what kind of got me off on the good foot is I worked for a great reputable company, worked for an amazing designer mm -hmm. and I worked for a project supervisor who didn't let me do anything imperfect, right? So then I, that's just basically how it started. I, I kind of just developed my passion, realizing that I was an artist. I dropped out of art school and I was like, what am I going to do with my life? You know, what do I like to do? And as soon as I started working outside and realizing that I could, you know, still be an artist with landscaping, that, that kind of blew my mind. And, and it just, just snowballed from there, I guess. So I could never find a perfect fit, right? And I was just beating myself up about that because I was always the pickiest. I always felt like I cared the most, right? So that when I say I went through yeah. seven different companies, it was one for a really long time. I moved out of the area and then it was like a few year process of probably like four or five companies because I was just looking for that same thing again that I had the first time, right? Yeah. And I could never find it. And eventually the, the, the benefit to that was um, five, uh, going into this uh sorry about that so the benefit to that was a company actually offered me a design job right so mm -hmm. i was shuffling through these companies not knowing where i was going to go but then when i did land with one and they offered me the design position that kind of put me on the other side of things i had been shopping myself as a builder right i was just a hardscape foreman or project mm -hmm. manager and then a company invited me on the design side of things and that's when my whole life just went full yeah. circle i dropped out of art school at 20 years old I'm 35 now. I'm drawing again. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, this is amazing, right? And I already know how to put it in. Yeah. I felt like I know how to build anything. Now I get to draw my own stuff. It forever I was building stuff, and I was even like, this could probably be a little better, right? But I was yeah. an employee. Yeah. Was in my position to do right. that. So it's like, it's been super liberating, you know, going on my own and having a sense of creative freedom, right? And, and not having to trust anybody else to put in my designs exactly how I wanted to go. So yeah. I hope that's a little bit of a intro to how I got started. Yeah. yeah. Kind of by default, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so was it like a, like an aha moment, like when you were given the opportunity or was that, were you working towards that? Did you want to be? The design? Yeah. Like aha. I had no idea. Really? Right, so as a project super, I was basically, so I went from a foreman to like a project supervisor, which meant I was a uh, supervisor over maybe two or three crews at a time. Mm -hmm. So I'd have to go out and You're direct. Into like a project. Oops. <laughs> so I, so I had to go out and uh, control those jobs, right? And uh -huh. I had to make sure they were getting put in right. But when I was out on site, I could ad lib. And, and if the design did, did needed to be changed, I could, as a project supervisor, I could tell my foreman to do that, right? And I could stop by the next site and we could kind of make a little design change. So you know, the, the higher ups in the company seen that I was able to do this ad, maybe this guy can design, right? So then they mm -hmm. just, hey, will you come help us design? That was out of the blue for real. Oh, yeah. nice. And then I got in there and then I realized design means sales too, right? Yeah. So then it's like, but then I learned how to design and sell, right? I knew yeah. every other every other thing to do in, 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 in the business, right? I've been a laborer all the way to a foreman, 
project manager, whatever. Now I'm a designer and a salesman, right? So then what's the next step? Preston Hardscape designer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like, it's super interesting because we've had like two kind of opposite experiences getting into business where like I came from like no experience, just like this seems cool. Let's yeah. do this. And you worked for somebody for such a long time, yeah. got all those like foundational things in place. Mm -hmm. But I think like at the end of the day, both of us, it's just like kind of happenstance that we're both building outdoor projects. Like yeah. I think we both right. just are, are like driven by the creativity. It's yeah. like, I, I feel like let us wherever yeah, we were going. I feel like yeah. it's just completely by chance. Like, yeah, I, you know, I was doing landscaping and then it was like, had an opportunity to do this. And I'm like, this is cool. I can be creative. Yeah. I can do this. But I feel like if any circumstances could have changed in my life, I could have been doing something completely I different. Than, I always like, think, what if they wouldn't have offered me the designer job? Yeah. Yep. You know, I would still be a project supervisor. Like I never, you know, yeah. what if they would have never offered me a designer job or what if I would have never got that big lead when I was a designer, when I decided to make the jump on my own. Right. Yeah. Which was the best decision I ever made, obviously. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really interesting too, that like, you know, you, like people, I think, look at you, look at your designs, look at the things that you're building are just like, that's amazing. Like he, he must've just like had no doubt in himself to just go out on his own and like. I'm going to kill this. Yeah. Like I'm the best. I'm going to do yeah. this. And not still even, like, not even close. <laughs> it's hard to like, you know, took me forever. I feel yeah. right. And so that's why like, that's what I'm doing right now is trying to push other people to, to get out there and go on their own as soon as they can, because we know it's yeah. an awesome feeling to be able to have yeah. that freedom to be able to do that. If you have the, if you want to do that, right. And you have the yeah. capability to do that, but it, I didn't have any confidence doing that. It took yeah. me forever. You know, I was 35 years old. I was hardscaping for 17 years before I started my own business. Right? <laughs> yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think another thing that makes it a little bit more difficult to go out on your own is like you had a really good job and position yeah. working for I somebody. I had a steady where, paycheck coming in. Yeah. 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 I didn't have any skills. So it was like <laughs> if I, I either had to figure this out on my own and, and sell my own jobs or I got to start at the, at the ground yeah. floor. And I was starting when I was like maybe 25 or 26. So it yeah. was like there was a little bit more urgency to like, I gotta at some point start making some money. Yeah. So like, do I work for somebody else and make 12 bucks an hour right. or do I start selling jobs and I'm end up making $8 an hour, but yeah, figure right. it out and, and can start building a business. So yeah. Right. Exactly. There's like so many different routes to get to, yeah. you know, where, where people see where you're at now and yeah. they just think like, yeah. he was just destined to be there. I'm not like that. I can't do what he's doing. And like, you know, I think just being open about, like you can't work did it for 17 yeah. years wherever you're at your you went, journey it's yeah. not over yeah right? exactly yeah. and i think that's amazing like i didn't realize that you've only been doing it for seven years to like see you know this is year six right now yeah so six yeah. years so to go from just starting your own business and all of those struggles that everybody's going through yeah to you built a paver helicopter landing pad <laughs> in how far away was yeah. the job from your house uh, 800 miles away from my home base yeah <laughs> wow. so 800 miles away from your house you have somebody that is obviously wealthy enough to own a helicopter <laughs> and have a helicopter landing pad yeah. in their backyard and they reach out to you and are like we need you to do this and they're 800 miles away but we need you yeah we're not going to take no for an answer like unbelievable how does that how does that happen and how does that affect like your confidence as as a builder and like somebody to just be like i i am doing something special because this person sees it 100 percent, man that, that client changed the course of my career i feel yeah the helipad was phase three 
of a, of a massive project. You know, phase one was a 300 foot long walkway. You know, phase two was a 3,000 square foot pool deck with, you know, massive rock retaining walls. And then phase three was the mic drop, right? The helipad. But, <laughs> and that's like, I say that like I had confidence, but I, I yeah. do now. It definitely gave me a lot more confidence, man, to realize that just to get your work out there to the world, I guess yeah. is how I put it. Like as soon as you put, if you're doing good work, you present it to the world, you know, someone is going to pick it back up and recognize it. And, and it's like talking to you guys about social media. It's like, that's exactly where that job came in. You know, yeah. it's like, I was I would have never been promoting myself or doing any of that if I would have been working for the design firm I was still working for. So when I went into business, you know, five or six years ago, I feel like it's, you know, social media is still growing, but it was like you had to have an Instagram account, you had to have a YouTube, a Facebook account, and you know, my videographer got me to start my YouTube account finally. Yeah. But it was all that stuff that led me to Tennessee. So I basically, it's like I have this clip coming out soon that just says, "Keep showing the world examples of your work, right?" And you never know where that's going to go or, yeah. or where that's going to pick up. So an Instagram direct message led to the biggest project of my life, 800 miles away from my hometown, <laughs> gave me the ultimate confidence, right? It's like right. if. It's like if the people in my hometown aren't hiring me, I'm just joking around. I was like, well, if they don't want to hire me, I'll just go to Tennessee then. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's crazy. Like, where do, you, where do you go from here? You've done a helicopter landing pad. Like, I don't know what else. No, yeah. That, well, that's, we just don't live in an area where, I guess, or maybe we just haven't broken into the market to know where the people that no, have yeah. helicopters live. No, yeah. We haven't done one yet, and I don't see one coming in yeah. our future anytime but, but soon. Projects like that and projects like you guys are doing, it's like you've, you've built it to a certain level. Right. And that and that's that's how I like I'm still trying to build it to a certain level where it's just like, you know, bigger jobs um, are just more suitable for how I'm set up for. Right? I want to yeah. provide a, a, a full detailed design of all the way around your new construction house. Right. And then I want to source qualified subcontractors to help me put that together. And when you start to build it, like people are calling me now and look, reaching out to me now for, you know, not maybe necessarily a helipad, but yeah. for distinctive outdoor living spaces. Right. And, mm -hmm. and the leads that are coming in are just they're just wild. It's just, it's just so cool that people are interested in what I do. Right? Yeah. So where does it go from here? I mean, it, it can only go up. Right? Yeah. So it's like it, it, it's in a not, helicopter. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's not stopping. I have a, I have a bunch of, of cool stuff sold for next year and it's like, I'm not gonna, not gonna stop posting heat. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, did you get to uh, ride in a helicopter? I, uh, full disclosure. No, I did not. Really? Uh, <laughs> right, I could have went up in it, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna be transparent about that because we did put a YouTube video out on our Hardscape Mentor page. Yeah. So you can check that out. We did a behind the scenes of that whole filming. Yeah. So we were out there waiting for the helicopter to land. We had five cameras set up. I yeah. Mean, but we were, I, we were capturing been... content, right? We, we knew what we were doing with that, yeah. man. That yeah. was like, that was all just a big hype fest, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a if, yeah. <laughs> if we were doing that, I would have 100% put it in like, I have to be in the helicopter and like we've even talked about I mean not super seriously but maybe a little seriously how much would it cost to rent a helicopter so I can just land in the backyard that we're doing yeah. hop out and be like what's going on everybody welcome back to the exactly. log then the helicopter goes away and that's it exactly. it'd yeah. probably be too expensive but no that, you had access to a helicopter that's exactly I what think we you did. need to go back get in the helicopter and that's the intro to the video yeah. what's going on everybody <laughs> Dan yeah. from Preston Hardscape Design I'm gonna show you how to build a helicopter landing pad Peace out. Yeah, right. Yeah, helicopter exactly. flies away. Again. Yeah, right. That's what we tried to pull off for sure. I guess I just I have a, I guess I have a motion sickness problem. I didn't want to ruin. My, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to ruin Ruined my day. day. I was like I was. Yeah. Gonna, I drove twelve hours to film for four and drive back twelve. Yep. Right. I had to make that. I had to make that happen. Yeah. 
<laughs> so then I have the best videographer in the world, and if you watch the video, you can't tell I wasn't in a helicopter. Yeah. And he's taking shots from down here. It looks like I'm in the air. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to also talk about, like, you know, people look at your designs and how you've gotten there and how you have this distinctive look to your designs and to your builds. What is, like, the most important thing? I think people want to get to that level, yeah. but they don't realize what work you need to put in to get to that level. <laughs> and, like, I think, you know, it seems like you let that creativity be the driving force oh. of everything. And that's <laughs> what we try to do. Yeah. Because I think everything that we've done to this point, if at any point we get comfortable with what we've done and just ride it out, it's going to be it's like over. a slow descent yeah, to exactly. you know, irrelevancy. Exactly. And that's what you're talking about. Where does it go from here? It's yeah. Like you just keep going with it, right? Yeah. yeah. You never, never get comfortable either, exactly. right? Like the mountainscape is 11 different pictures. <laughs> four different thicknesses in there. And then I threw a flagstone and it's like, that's just always pushing the envelope, never being comfortable, always challenging myself as an artist yep. for sure. Well, how many materials? 12 or 11? There's 11 materials in a... I don't know, 240 square foot area. All right. <laughs> but I just, Challenge accepted. I, I hope got it. <laughs> my goal was to still have it look clean, right? Yeah. And that's what I went into with my apprentice. It was just like, it has to look like mountains. Yep. It has to be clean. Yeah. Right? So it turned out unbelievable. Yeah. Like insane. <laughs> we did a project, uh, I want to say two years ago, and we wanted to use every color of decorators decking yeah on this project that was about 240 it's cool square when you feet. just have those ideas and you're yeah. like i gotta get this out there exactly yeah. and it was like that was almost like a challenge for me like how can we incorporate six different colors yeah 240 square foot deck and have it not look like it's just a complete hodgepodge yeah. of nonsense so that was like one of my favorite designs to do because it was like a really unique challenge and yeah. i think it pushed me to like really go through and and it, it was complex, but something about it had like a simplicity to it that just made yeah, sense. Exactly. So like doing 11 different materials on a 250 square foot <laughs> yeah. patio is like an insane challenge. Yeah. Plus you're exactly. making it look like a mountainscape. I mean, it's just now that you insane. say that it's like, that's, that's what drives me for sure is that yeah. challenge, right? Like yep. building that poolscape in Tennessee was the biggest challenge of my life. I was yeah. like, like, what am I doing down here? Right? Like every project I feel that's, I've getting the response from it was a challenge and I was like holy cow what did I sign myself up for <laughs> yeah. but then but then it's over with and you and you did put it together and your vision did get pulled off and then that's what just drives you to the next one right yeah, yeah. and that's it, funny you say the challenge I feel like the first challenge we have is what the homeowner gives us right yeah so then we we get that out of the way right yeah. we, we conquered their challenge now we're going to challenge ourselves yeah within their challenge yeah right yeah, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> I think with the with the layout of the spaces you get the functionality that the homeowner needs. Yeah. And then that functional <laughs> space layout is then your blank canvas. Yeah, to do you're right. what you want my with it. My borders, my lines I originally yep. put around that job yeah. are solving their problems, the access and flow, and then let's get into there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, let's talk about the, the hardscape mentor because oh, I appreciate that. We talk about um, usually in a very negative light all these <laughs> mentors and consultants and coaches and all this stuff and most of the people out there are completely fugazi yeah. and scammers <laughs> and are going to tell you how to scale your business to a million dollars and drive a lamborghini in three months yeah man. dan is out here doing it he has been doing patios hardscape 17 years then went out on his own yeah he's been doing it for like 23 years 23 now. years <laughs> yeah. and 
I love that you're just focusing on like the technical craftsmanship aspect yeah. because nobody else, nobody seems to care about that. Everyone yeah. wants to teach you how to make a million dollars. I don't know how you do that without building things, right? <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, you do it and then you go out of business and yeah, a year and everything something, falls apart. Something failed. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So that I was hesitant to even use the word mentor yeah. because it is flying around right now. But I, mm -hmm. but then I did want to use the word mentor because I wanted to separate it from the other ones. So we put hardscape in front of mentor yeah. and that's basically exactly what it is, is to give back my 23 years of experience to anyone who signs up for this program, right? To have an elite group of of young dudes and and girls who, who want to grow right yeah and just to give them them back everything i can like you never it was almost another aha moment you never know where your career is going to lead you right supervisor designer on my own aha now i'm going to be a hardscape mentor yeah. right and that just came from feedback from these young kids i was going out and working with on site guys were reaching out to me on instagram and then i brought them onto my site in tennessee and they inspired me so much to start that mentorship program it was unbelievable so i appreciate you guys bringing that up and that's all i'm trying to do is teach guys how to build it right take mm -hmm. the details to the extreme level yeah and the lambos will come after that right? yeah yeah <laughs> or maybe not yeah but... either way yeah, yeah either, either way. way that's how you have to build it i don't yeah there's no other way to in my in my mind you know that's where whatever success i've came from is yeah. just keeping my head down on the details the integrity the craftsmanship yeah, yeah. and then being nice to my clients the whole time right yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah i always say work hard and be nice to people and that's basically my, pretty good, my yeah. mantra i know it sounds vague but it's like just narrow it to those two things <laughs> yeah. yeah that's pretty much like a success story for your life if you can yeah. work hard and be nice to people you're probably going to be <laughs> set up pretty good yeah. you know yeah, that's all i try and tell people for sure yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah all right well you've uh we have angel here too he's uh you've taken on an apprentice oh wow yeah you want to tell us a little bit about the <clears throat> sure since yeah. you are a mentor now yeah no yeah. thank you guys so much for bringing this up yeah this is awesome so this has been a crazy part of my career to to, ever, uh, to go into this mentorship thing and we got it out there uh started promoting it on social media and angel reached out to us uh angels from atlanta georgia 18 year old kid just graduated high school He's searching the internet all over the place to find out how to be a hardscaper when he grows up, right? His dad owns a landscape maintenance company. They, they do, you know, high-end residential maintenance around Atlanta, Georgia. But Angel thinks that his passion by scrolling people's feeds is hardscaping. Yeah. He wants to go to a hardscape university. Well, <laughs> that's coming next year. I haven't started that yet. But, <laughs> but when he said that to me, you know, he's looking for a, to learn hardscaping coming out of high school. It, it once again those stories like that just inspire and motivate me like that's yeah. what i've been doing my whole career some other kid wants to come and do that that's crazy so he said i don't want to only sign up for your mentorship program he's like i want to work work alongside my mentor yeah i was just like whoa okay yeah and it's a it's a wild crazy story that's just been working out uh really really well and so angel came up to wisconsin he lives in atlanta we hooked it all up. I spoke with Angel's parents. He he came up to Wisconsin. He's staying up there and he's working with me for six weeks. I'm training him, giving him back everything that I know. Uh, I don't have any other crew members, right? Yeah. Full disclosure there, I am Preston Hardscape Design. There is nobody else. So me and Angel is are right side by side every day, right? And I, and I can only think that it's just gonna, you know, lead this amazing kid to, to bigger things, right? So yeah. I mean, that's a, uh, 
I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily put that out there that everybody can have that opportunity no, to that, reach and that, out. And that's but, that's the thing, right? Yeah, you have to be right. a, a unicorn like Angel yeah. for that to come in, right? <laughs> right? It's like there's not a lot of people like him out there, and I don't know that I'll always put that opportunity out there. Yeah. But but right now, this one right now is working. Yeah. Yeah. And we had the opportunity yeah. to hang out with him all night last night, and he's here. He's here right now, and uh, yeah, he, he's doing a great job because uh, full disclosure here, we have just commandeered this conference room. We are not. Uh, you know, licensed to be in here, but <laughs> we commandeered it, and somebody that works the door here, for us. Yeah. Somebody, in, somebody that works here came in trying to get some equipment out, and he quickly flagged me. I was like, no, 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 close, close, the uh, close session here. So he's doing a good job with that. Yeah. And, uh, it's just amazing to like. I think it solidifies like your motivation behind the mentorship stuff because like you're not just trying to be like, hey man, you just got to pay for you know, yeah. this mentorship yeah. program online, yeah. check out my videos. Like you got to pay me. You're like, yeah, this guy, like yeah. he really seems like he's passionate about it. Yeah. He wants to learn. So, and these know, other trades, these other trades offer paid apprenticeship programs, you know, yeah. plumbers, welders, electricians, they have paid apprenticeship programs. Yeah. So there really aren't a lot of, you know, official hardscaping ones, yeah. but I just started one. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And like you said, he wanted he wanted to come up work for you and pay you yeah he to did. teach you and you were like i think that just speaks to like your integrity and your character like no like this is this is a unique opportunity like you know i don't do this a lot yeah. but like i'm not gonna let you pay me to come yeah, work no, with me yeah we're gonna be out here hustling yeah. and grinding together you're, you're gonna get a paycheck too yeah. <laughs> yeah there's no way i could feel good about going home at the end of the day yeah we both work 10 hours sweated yep. our butt off hard work and it's yep. like he paid me yeah no I, no that ain't gonna work <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i yeah. think that like like i said solidifies like your character oh, and, thank you so much you know i think i think it is really cool that like you did stick with the hardscape mentor because i think having a mentor I've had different mentors in different capacities. Yeah, right. Like nothing and formal. And even you don't even know they're that. You exactly. You don't even know that they yeah. are your mentor sometimes, yep. right? Yeah. And you know there is like a lot of value in that type of thing, but I feel like at least recently that that whole industry of oh, it's coaching mentorship has just become like kind of sleazy and right. it's so based around sales most of the time yeah. that it's just refreshing to like, you know, kind of like put your foot down and be like, no, I am going to use that word mentor because that sure. is what I'm doing. Yeah. And you can thanks do for, this type of thing. Thanks for saying that. It helps me feel better about yeah. that. Because yeah. I was no, hesitant, I I'm hesitant about that yeah. because yeah. Of, it's just flying around. You know, a 20-year-old kid has a sponsored ad going up telling you how to make money. on. Yeah. And it's like, pay right. me and I'll tell you. And it's like, how much experience do you even have? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. You've only been driving for four years. What are you going to tell me that, that I don't know? Yeah. So I, right. I'm just trying to have the, you know, that's my street cred behind this. And every yeah. project I build going forward, you know, Nashville, Knoxville, wherever it comes, is just that street cred to say, hey, this is what I want to show you guys. This yeah. is where what my background is. And this is, you know, this is what I want to teach everybody else. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks for bringing that up. That up, guys. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, what do you think? Um, what do you think? Did you learn anything here? I mean, this is the first time we've met in person. Yeah. What's like the best thing that you've gotten out of this show? Oh, just the networking, right? I mean, I know that probably sounds cliche, and everyone's like, it's all about talking to the people, but it, yeah. it 100% is, right? Yeah. Like, there's. I mean, this is you know one of the biggest moments of of this week is sitting here with you guys and, and being able to meet Premier Outdoor Living, right? And <laughs> it really is, and that would have never happened without an event like this, yeah, right? The takeaways sure. from the other 
contractors I've met here obviously is the number one thing about this show. And it's like, wherever, once again, wherever you're at on your journey, I, I always say I try to build the biggest network I can. Like yeah. I'm ever expanding network, ever expanding sure. Team Buffalo, right? Yeah. <laughs> because wherever you are in the country, whatever you need help on, you need support. You need yeah. a team. So that, yeah, for sure. I mean, we've we've talked back and forth on social media a lot. So, you know, there's a lot of value in like developing those relationships. But until we met in person, like, you know. We wouldn't have known each other. Really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you, you know me from my online presence. And it's yeah. like, you know, I don't know. Maybe this guy's cool. Maybe he's, right. you know, a, a scammy kind of sleazy yeah. guy. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Dan's cool. Maybe he's nuts. Right. Probably a little bit. Yeah, right. You're an artist, I'm glad. Right? I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you found out I was nuts. Yeah, and you found out I was equally nuts. Yeah, it like and that's why we get along. It, yeah, it kind of takes it to like the next level of like, you know, now I feel like you know we'd go back and forth with Instagram messages or whatever. Yeah. But now I feel like I could call you up and be like, Yo, Dan, yeah. what's going on? Like, exactly. You know, and I think there is so much value in like, you know, deepening those relationships with people in the industry. And this is where it happens. Like, yeah. and you'll see people everywhere that like are just meeting for the first time in person. Yeah. And like you find people that are really similar to to yeah. what you're doing. You so much confidence and solidifies what you're doing as a exactly. career. Exactly. Right? You know, it doesn't feel like you're alone. Yeah. You know, we he are like hardscaping. He like everyone here is like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're used to like being at home like yeah. at a party. Like, so what do you guys think about those yeah. behaviors that came out? People are like, dude, what are you yeah, talking exactly. about? No, so that that's definitely definitely the be yeah. biggest benefit. Is this is the biggest event where everyone gets together. I mean, you guys came from uh, New Jersey. I came from Wisconsin. Yeah. We met people from all over the country, right? So, yeah. yeah. And this like you know it's it's hard for a lot of people to step away from their business to yeah. come out here. Like we ended up spending like four grand or something on yeah. tic plane tickets, it is. show tickets, it's hotel, commitment. It's commitment. Yeah. and you know, it, it can feel like, man, that's a lot of money to spend. But yeah. as soon as you get here, it's just like, wow, there's so much yeah. value. And it's, it's hard to put like a, a price tag on that because yeah, right. you develop these relationships that are going to, you know, go on for years, yeah. you know, and it's, it's all of those like, you know, kind of vague, like abstract things that bring so much value at events like this. So yeah. that's what that's what I love about it. Yeah, no, for and, sure. Uh, especially getting to meet you. I mean, that's been like the highlight of my week. Because, <laughs> Same, man. Know, it has for sure. Yeah. I don't know when it happened, but I'm 34 now and I don't like loud places anymore. Yeah. I don't like going to parties. <laughs> there was a concert downtown last night. We both uh, walked through there, through the crowd, and we're like, let's get out of here. Yeah. We went to a quiet library themed <laughs> themed bar and just got to sit down and chat. And yeah. like that was the most valuable thing. Just chop it up and talk talk yeah. about the industry. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And that and that already has given me confidence and yeah. you know, given me insight on on how I need to start redirecting some things in my own business. Right? Yeah. So yeah, definitely. All right. Well, uh, you got anything else? We'll we'll get into. Uh, I got a couple other just random questions oh, for do, you. Do it, man. You got anything else? Do it. Business related, podcast related. Um, I think I'm good. If you have yeah. more random questions, I'm interested to hear what those are. This has been what great. Are you, are you are you a are you a book reader of any sort? I am not, man. I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm trying to get into more book reading because yeah. there's a lot of insight in that. But uh, just being to be honest, no, I'm not. You know, I'm not a book reader. Yeah, yeah. You know how to read, though. I know how to read. You know how to read. Yeah. Just not a not a big fan. Yeah, right. Um, I dropped out of school. <laughs> So did I, I guess. Yeah. So did I'm, I. Yeah. Right. It's like, and here we are. Yeah. Angel's the only smart one. He never yeah. went to college. He was like, this yeah. is a waste of time. Yeah. I went to college for about six years, and I'm exactly. one class away from my associate's degree. So Pretty much the same I story. I almost got a two-year degree in six years. Right. And um, 
you know, four years in and all my friends graduated and left and I was just like, hey, I thought we were hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. And then that's when I dropped it and became a landscaper. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so any, any, I mean, any, like what from like an art perspective inspires you? Like, you know, I think you have such like an art background Yeah. aside from other landscapers or other yeah. outdoor, like where else do you find you pull inspiration from from like an art perspective well kind of like i was i touched on it last night like even in that setting we were in that library yep. steam bar it's like i just look around like everywhere everywhere is inspiration like yeah. it's everywhere there's probably some inspiration in this penitentiary style room <laughs> if we really looked for it right yeah. like these lines are kind of interesting on the wall how they yep. did that maybe we could get a retaining wall that had these popped out you know what i mean so yeah. if there's anything just look around basically mm-hmm. and you know I, I, there's really no direct lead for inspiration other than just keeping my eyes open and my head up yeah that's what i say yeah i think that is like a mentality thing of you know, a creative person is going to be on the lookout for those things constantly. Like yeah. even unconsciously, I'll like stop you're and looking look at, at, what are you looking at, dude? Yeah. It's like, hang on a second. And I people, <laughs> other people that want to be this really good designer, they want to just get in that mode when it's time to do a design. But yeah. like, you have to have that mentality all the oh, time. Man. There's designs floating around. And then <laughs> eventually it starts coming out of you and like you get better at getting those ideas from your head down onto paper. So like translating those ideas that are just, kind of abstract floating around in your head it takes a lot of time to practice getting them out and and getting them how it's supposed to look you know um and that's something i feel like i'm still always working on right always looking to get better Mm -hmm. and uh i think that's part of like the the art behind it yeah i was like a graphic artist a graphic artist that's what i would call myself you know in college right yeah And, and in high school as well and so it's like i do a lot of 2d presentations that show my banding lines and my different tones, textures, and patterns, because it's mm-hmm. like, it all starts with that 2D yep. abstract geometric image. Like I said last night, you need to put it in a frame on the wall. It's got to look good there first. <laughs> yeah. It'll look good there, then we can build it, right? And yep. it's going to look just like that too. Yeah. But yeah, it's abstract, you know, geometric kind of two-dimensional background, right? Like I, I like logos and branding and like, uh, just like commercial art, I guess, if you will. Yeah. Right? That's that's kind of where I where I pull things from for sure. I think you made a really good point about it has to look good on a wall in 2D. And I think <laughs> that's how I design. I do it on graph paper first, sketch it out. And there's something about that that symmetry or, or right. perspective of a 2D that you, you can't get that perspective when you're on the ground mm-hmm. there, but you feel it. Mm-hmm. Like you can't yeah. see it from how that How can you make someone feel a 2D image? Yeah. Right? But you can. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, you just have this sense, you know, if you look at it from above, you're like, wow, everything is you know, really lining up and it makes sense. Yeah. But when you're on the ground, you don't, you don't consciously feel that, or you don't consciously yeah. think you that or see, see it. it all at the same time. But it's like, everything just feels right. It yeah. just feels like an inviting space. So I think that's, that's super interesting that like, if you think about it like that, it has to look, you gotta be able to frame it and put it on a wall. Yeah, and even a client say that like, oh, I wanna frame this. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Should we do a secret question? Oh boy. We do a secret question at the end of each episode. Okay. Um, we should probably also mention that this was kind of put together last minute. We didn't, we're not even drinking. No, right. Yeah. We usually drink on this. It's called yeah. the hardworking Would it have been a mimosa or Bloody Mary? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> should we do a secret question? Uh, sure. Should we just do it for Dan? Well, I don't think we have time to all, I don't even know how that would work. Usually yeah. we each yeah, come up with works. a question, a secret question that we don't know what's going to be asked. I'll ask Catherine a question. And then she has to answer it and I'll answer the question. And then she asks me a question. 
I'll answer it and she'll give her answer as well. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. Yeah, I yeah. just lost me. <laughs> All right, let's think of one for Dan. Okay. Right. Do I have to think of something right now? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we gave him no preparation for this. We yeah. wanted it to be off the cuff, natural. Um, I'm right out of what the do hotel you got? bed. I have here. one. Okay. okay. So we were just talking about creativity. And you said that you are... you have always been an artist. Yeah. And do you feel like you get all of your creativity out now with hardscape designs or do you have another outlet for creativity in your life? Ooh, that's a good wow, question. that is a good question. <laughs> hmm. I would say that it probably has to be the number one outlet. Um, I try and be creative with everything that I do, right? Like I paint murals on the wall in my house. I yeah, that's cool. just, you know, build weird barn board walls in my house. Like if I do any other sort of creative thing, it's helping my daughter decorate her room or something like that. That mm -hmm. maybe something like that might be where I'd be, where I'm creative. Um, and then getting with my videographer and putting together the hardscape mentor stuff. I mean, that's like a creativity lab when I'm over there. Really. Yeah. It's yeah. just like creativity is just flying around that room. So I really, I, you know, you, you take that all for granted. It's like, I, I probably, if I stopped getting my creativity out there, I don't know what that would be like. But <laughs> every day it's just getting out there somehow some way and but definitely my hardscape designs and and what i build every day is the number one way how i get my creativity out there and i just seen someone post about that like this is how i express myself and it's like do you really I mean, it's hard to really think about it like that but yeah that is that's how i express myself yeah. with with a helipad yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty cool way to <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah that is that is pretty awesome to like just and even think about that because it is like something kind of unconscious that like yeah. you are driven by that creativity but to sit here and talk and think about it is yeah, the only reason weird. you realize that yep. mm -hmm. yeah and uh i think that's something that people need to understand when they see designs that you're doing or even designs that we're doing yeah and they think you know how can i get to that level but certain people don't want to put in that work yeah. they're not like i've gotten to my design level by obsessing over it for the past eight years yeah every design i do i pick it apart after it's done and usually i hate every single job after i'm done because yeah. i'm like i, I could have done this little thing better thousand percent the and same like way, man. you have to have that mentality to get better i think yeah if you have the mentality you can grow as a better designer you go through easily. my whole portfolio the guitar the helipad yep. the mountainscape and i'm like that should have been better that yep. should have been different yeah and everyone's like what are you talking about it's yeah like, i know yeah and that's like the type of obsession that you need to have to be that type of person yeah. that gets better you yeah. can't just like and you can't expect to get a design like you're doing on your first shot you know what i mean somebody yeah. that's just getting started like you got to put it out there and you got to do something. You got to look at it and say, man, this, this curve I did here makes no sense. looks terrible. You got to go through all of those yeah. things and have the mentality that you're going to incrementally get better as a designer, as a builder to be able to get to that level. Yeah. And some people just don't think they have the creativity, but are willing to put in the work. And those people get really far. Yeah. Some people have the creativity, but aren't willing to put in that work of years and years of tweaking it and getting better. Yeah. And those people are the people that are not really gonna be able to get to some kind yeah. of like hard work's the bottom line. Exactly. No matter what you're yep. putting your, what you're putting yourself into. It's like, like you said, hard work. Right. Like hard the, work can be nice. Yeah. Well the creativity, it's like the the mountainscape was hard work. Yeah. But super creative. Yeah. But it was super hard work at yeah. the same time. So not being a like the creativity drives it. Yep. Hard work, schedule, whatever else out that's out there is secondary. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, right. what's your secret question? My secret question? Oh, I got to, I got to have more. Uh, let me think. And I don't have one, so we can wrap it up. After this. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite band? You look like you would be in a band. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It's, I appreciate art as a whole. Every yeah. form of art that, yep. that there is, right? And music is obviously one of those. So. Uh, when I leave Kentucky, I'm going up to Wisconsin to go to a couple nights of concerts that I've been going to with, with some buddies for the past 20 years. Uh, I've probably seen this, this hippie jam band about 75 times, but <laughs> I really value music. I feel like it's the, it's the background of life. Mm -hmm. um, Angel knows that when the music's on, we're working. Yeah. I shut the radio off at lunch and we take a break and I shut it off at five and we're done. Otherwise the music is playing in the background the whole time. Yep. And I, yeah, so I appreciate music. I appreciate art. I have lots of favorite bands, but I, I, one in particular is, is a band called Widespread Panic. And maybe you've heard of them or maybe you've not. It's kind of a subdued uh, underground type of thing. Thing, but yeah. I'm gonna be at a show with like 3,000 people uh, this weekend, and there's gonna be everybody there is gonna be from around the country. Yeah. So it's like a subculture, uh, and we all just have this passion for the music, yep. right? So I I just appreciate passion, yep. appreciate art, yep. right? So uh, yeah, I just try and involve my things, involve myself in things that are like that for sure. All right, last question: Does the Apprentice get any radio privileges? Or is it just you picking the music? <laughs> How does that it, go? It's like there's not a lot of radio stations in my little hometown either. So <laughs> Angel's learning every country song. That sounds good. <laughs> and I'm not sure he's happy about that. <laughs> but I will tell you a funny story about that real quick. I'm trying to, so I'm like, oh, Angel's probably sick of country music. My, you know, he's 18 years old. I'm 43 years old. What can I put on my Pandora? Yeah. Uh, this is how I'll close this, right? What yeah. can I put on my Pandora to impress this kid? Or how can we get on the same page here? So I, and, and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be like uh, naive or close-minded here, but Angel is a Hispanic kid. Yeah. So I'm typing in uh, Hispanic rap, uh, yeah. Hispanic <laughs> hip-hop, whatever, right? I'm just like trying to- listening to these what yeah. listening to? I don't know, right? And I ask him, I'm like, what would you put on? He says, Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, done. I'm like, I'm down with Tupac too, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and we listen to Tupac the rest of the day. Nice, so, yeah. nice. <laughs> All right, well, dude, it's been, obviously awesome having you on yeah. the podcast but it's probably been even better just getting to hang out with you yeah, and everything man. and i feel like it's the start of a epic relationship yeah man sure. and we'll have to i would love to Thank do this you. again and uh we'll have to we'll have to go back to the van because you were like yeah. pretty dead set on it yeah i told you when he started this i said the only way i'm getting on your show is i need to be in the van i live <laughs> i live in wisconsin and he lives in new jersey so we, we met here in, in kentucky and we made it happen you made an exception but the next it, one's going to be in the van I, yeah i'm going to do sure. that for sure so we'll make it happen yeah thanks for watching the uh we're on the road so the audio quality probably hasn't been the best but hopefully the knowledge that dan is sharing made up for that little bit of uh audio difficulty so yes uh follow dan find him yeah yeah social youtube yep. everywhere yep. and at hard hardscape mentor yep if you want to learn so till next time this has been the hardworking happy hour see you next week Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>